0: Well, sometimes you need to record a podcast outside around a fire pit at a retreat house. Uh, That's where I am on this beautiful Sunday, the fourth Sunday in Easter. Father Nick Adam uh, here to uh, share with you my homily from this weekend. Uh, I'm working a uh, a confirmation retreat, so I can't uh, have the highest sound quality right now, but I hope you enjoy it. this homily, which was delivered at St. Francis uh, in Madison, Um, and today is the World Day of Prayer for vocations. So as vocation director, certainly a very meaningful day for me. I ask you to please pray for an increase in vocations uh, to the priesthood and religious life specifically. Uh, enjoy Enjoy the homily. Jesus calls forth shepherds, not hirelings. He calls those shepherds to be good, not successful necessarily. And he calls them to be faithful to the sheep, not seeking ambitious power. Shepherds. For Jesus are not hired men, but rather they are called, called forth by the chief shepherd, Jesus himself, to lead the flock. Hired men, for good reason, are out for personal gain. They desire wealth or comfort, so they might not be completely invested in the well-being of every individual. Perhaps they'd be more concerned about the flock staying together. But we know that the great mercy of the good shepherd extends to even the most wayward member of the flock. And so Jesus says elsewhere in the Gospels, the good shepherd would leave the 99 to go after the one. Jesus calls forth shepherds. He doesn't hire men. And he reveals that being good is not the same as being successful. Jesus reveals the objective goodness of any act lies in whether that act is in line with the will of the Heavenly Father. He is the good shepherd because he lays down his life for his sheep, but he lays down his life for his sheep only because his concern is doing the will of God and not the will of men. Think about the life of Christ. The opinion of men turn against Jesus throughout his public ministry. But his fidelity to God remains steadfast. He refuses to allow fear of retribution or rejection to stop him from being the shepherd the Father asks him to be. And this costs him his life. The good shepherd then is good... Insofar as he does what he's called to do by God. Because our chief shepherd is Jesus Christ. In the earliest times of the church, this is how Christ was depicted with the lamb on his shoulders. Because he is our chief shepherd, we follow his lead. Jesus calls forth shepherds. He doesn't hire men. These men who are called should not wish for worldly success. He calls his shepherds to be good despite what the world might think of them. And he tells them to be faithful to those that God has put before them. To not worry about where it leads. To not worry about ambition or a future beyond the souls of the sheep in his flock. The famous commentary on the scriptures that was written by uh, Cornelius Lapide in the fifteen hundreds, and he sums up the Good Shepherd in this way: He's a priest writing a commentary on the Gospel of John. This is what he said: It's about the Good Shepherd image. The natural shepherd ought to count his. Own life of greater value than the lives of his sheep. But the shepherd of souls is bound by his duty to expose his bodily life to danger for the spiritual life of the faithful committed to his charge. And hence, he is bound to stand by them in the time of plague or provide some other qualified person to administer the sacraments of the sick, as did St. Charles Borromeo. And so also all the apostles excepting St. John suffered martyrdom for the sake of the faithful committed to their care. And so also nearly all the Roman pontiffs down to St. Sylvester. But the leader of them all was Christ, who alone as the best of shepherds laid down his life as a ransom. End of quote. This is not just a picture of priesthood, put forth by a 16th century commentator. This is the picture of priesthood presented to us by Jesus, our high priest. Because our chief shepherd laid down his life for us, and because he has appointed men as shepherds in their own right to minister with sacred power in his name, this must be the way that priests across the world seek to live out their lives. This is a really challenging vision to try to bring to life. There are so many times when I myself am tempted to flee from danger. And danger is much less pressing than, as good Cornelius said, so many others have faced actual physical martyrdom. But Jesus is merciful. He continues to help me grow in my identity as a good shepherd in my ministry. Being a priest is not being hired to do a job. It's having your soul conformed to the heart of the good shepherd. The way that I think about life has to completely change. And when I fail over and over again to live up to the standard set by the chief shepherd, he mercifully calls me back into the fight. It's interesting that Cornelius Alapid mentioned how priests should act in time of plague. So as a recent example, understanding the gravity of the pandemic that we started to understand last March, what was my first impulse as a priest, as someone conformed by the sacraments to the chief shepherd who lays down his life, was my first thought how are we going to get into the hospitals because i have to be there for my people if they need me or was my thought i'm terrified of going into the hospitals i'm terrified of the way that this pandemic is going to change the way that we live change the way that i live and if i'm honest all of these things were kind of mixed together But the more that I tapped into my identity, the way that my soul had been conformed through the grace of ordination into that man who is called to lead and to give his life for the flock, the more peaceful I became. As a priest, I had to figure out how to shepherd the sheep God had entrusted to me. And there were many heroic examples of this throughout the church. A few of my friends from a nearby diocese were assigned by their bishop to be the COVID team. They figured out the safest way to anoint Catholics in the hospital. They had some medical uh, background in their past. So they figured out a, a safe way to go into the ICUs and anoint those that needed it while not draining the hospitals of their PPE. So they were assigned to cover all the COVID positive parishioners in their diocese. And they helped me actually develop a strategy to anoint when I needed to go provide the sacrament. Think about celebrating mass and trying to figure out how to reach our people when we were all isolated. Streaming mass over an iPhone was bizarre Yet because I knew this was the way to shepherd those entrusted to me, I did it. And we think about, shall I say, some of our senior priests who maybe aren't as literate with technology, they figured it out because that's what they were drawn into. Again, all because Christ reveals himself as the good shepherd, And this is the way the Lord speaks to us. When he calls us to something, he gives us the grace to bring it forth. But he has to be the one that we're listening to. Because most of all, God needs good shepherds who do not fit in with the times, but who joyfully, bravely, and clearly guide their sheep. Church teachings are not always popular. In fact, they are most often unpopular. But consider whether we are better off now as a culture who has largely rejected God on the largest scale. Are we closer to truth? Are we closer to peace amongst ourselves? God calls forth shepherds after his own heart. Jesus was after the heart of his father, His will and the Father's will were in sync. This is how priests must operate, as shepherds of the flock. But then my job as a priest is to help form those who wish to follow Christ, to be rooted in prayer and relationship with your Heavenly Father so that you can become Christ's voice in the world. I struggle with this call all the time, and I'm sure you do as well. But when we conform ourselves to the heart of Jesus, and you think about the heart being the seat of the will, the heart, of being, the heart being the place of our deepest desire, I do this rather than that because I care about this more than I care about that. When your heart is conformed to Jesus's, and you choose that which the Father wants you to do, You become the fullness of who you were meant to be. The church has a good shepherd, Jesus Christ. Christ calls forth shepherds after his own heart to serve his flock and bring more into the fold. Today is the world day of prayer for vocations. As the vocation director, obviously, this is a big day for me. And I ask that on this day of prayer for vocations, you pray for those who have already responded to the Lord's call to priesthood. Because it is challenging to get up here every week and seek to not be after worldly success, seek to teach the fullness of the truth, and seek to just make that choice every day to be one with Jesus, to try to be about First of all, what Jesus calls us to, to be conformed to his heart. And I ask you to pray that more young men would follow this call. We need holy men and women in every walk of life. But as I've said in this context before, I believe that more men are being called than those who are responding. And I think sometimes it just takes hearing it anew. That our first priority, if we're Christians, is just doing what the Father asks us to do. So I ask the young men here, give God your first shot. Don't make a priestly vocation something you'll look at if other things fall through. Because honestly, that's the way I looked at it when I was growing up. Luckily, God smacked me over the head and helped me figure it out. So pray for more young men to come forward because they have heard this call for more shepherds and they want to save souls because they want to to be good shepherds who lay down their life for God's people. And again, please pray for an increase in vocations to the priesthood, specifically the diocesan priesthood in the Diocese of Jackson. If you want more information, you can go to uh, www.jacksonpriests.com. Jacksonpriests.com. You can learn what discernment is, uh, learn that the, the seminary is not the place where. Uh, you automatically become a priest, but it's where you're given the resources that you need to truly discern whether or not that is your call, and it's a joy-filled place. So uh, please consider that, and if I can be of any help, please contact me, uh, nick.adam at jacksondiocese.org. nick.adam at jacksondiocese.org. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all on Wednesday. Take care.